I am the Story Keeper, and this is the Collapsing Horse Science Fiction Radio Hour. I have in my vaults every story in the universe worth telling. Sometimes I share them with an enthusiastic audience of my peers. Sometimes it's just me, alone, in the dark. We recorded the following podcast in Ireland, which is one of my absolute favourite spots, so I just want to say thank you to everyone who made that happen. While there, I got to really explore the city's finest shopping because I've been looking for an interesting gift for my son and he already has an iPad because his mother's boyfriend got one from work and didn't think he'd use it. I still haven't found anything, so I welcome any and all gift ideas for a gaunt, haunting 12-year-old obsessed with gothic architecture and charcoal self-portraiture. We have another story from the vault. A little old story called Content by Owen Quinn. It concerns what happens to emotions when they come into contact with technology and when what we say can be packaged and shipped in bites. If you have any blood left in your bodies, I urge you to expend it in cheering on Content. John Milton, an old blind English woman, stands up and loudly calls attention to herself. <laughs> Everyone shut up! But me? I want to tell a story. Who are you? I am the blind, dead English national poet John Milton. I don't think that can be true, but I really don't know enough about John Milton to contradict you. Does anybody know anything about John Milton? All right, John, you have the floor. (laughs) Thank you, thank you, thank you. Being blind and old and dead, my awareness of what the kids are into these days is somewhat lacking. (laughs) It is nonetheless imperative to me that my literary legacy lives on, and to that end I aim to become the most relevant writer in the English-speaking world once more. Prater, do the kids still enjoy very long epic verse poetry which explores logically difficult theological doctrines? I don't think so. Do you mean actual kids? Children? Hmm. Do they like very long polemics in Latin about things like the nature of the church, government, or the hereditary rights of a monarch and post-feudal society? Again, I can't say for certain, but if you mean actual children, then definitely not. Do they like Yu-Gi-Oh? Well, not really, but in that instance we're talking about years at least rather than centuries. Well then, just what the hell do they like? Things have changed since you died, John. We live in an information age, an age of endless montaging content vying for our attention. It's pretty cool, but can also be a bit, ah, what the fuck? Hmm. Intriguing. So what you're saying, what you're saying is, I must build you a story right now to compete with this content. No, not really. No. This is a story about love, loneliness, and emotional content. Our story begins in the immense boardroom of an enormous space station. We are at the stockholders' meeting of Bell Industries Galactic Extractions Energy Retrieval Subsidiary, a huge interplanetary mining and energy company. The CFO gets up to speak. I have a question. Settle down! Please, order! Please, settle down! Order! 
that should have been mentioned in your briefs. We received a distress signal from one of our elite mining vessels. Believe me, I am alive to your concerns. But as stockholders, it is incumbent upon every one of us here to treat this situation with level heads for the sake of the company, the fuel extraction industry as a whole, and for our sizable portfolios. Order! Now! The distress signal is currently being enigma broken, and the moment it is decoded, I promise you will be the first to hear it. In the meantime, many of you have been demanding more information. So for the love of organic beef, if you could just keep decorum, I will provide the information forthwith. Don't hear from me. This is a business, not a fundraiser for oily swans. You better tell us what's happening, sharpish. If we're not running a tight ship here, we may as well hand over our scalps to the socialists and their big gay solar abortion farms. Here, here, order, order, look. What we know for now is that the ship from which we have received the signal is mining vessel SS Lovecraft, currently stationed in the Rega system and tasked with mining and storing ice from Comet 333, the number three III. The ship is manned alone by one of our very best extraction professionals, Mr. Christopher Ansel, and it is not due to make contact until the scheduled redocking in half a sun cycle. For those of you who do not know, Ansel has long been one of our most highly respected employees. He is experienced, competent, and I think I can say from my own experience, a worker of very impressive physicality and his never-say-die attitude. I say this just to emphasize the scale of the situation facing us here, people, not for any other reason than to just... And just to urge your cooperation. Oh, well, I agree with that. As you well know... It has been a number of centuries since galactic extractions received a distress signal. We pride ourselves on the burly toughness of our employees who know to reserve the call for help for only the most serious of situations, such as the deteriorated integrity of the extraction site or the excessive indefining of local inhabitants. Such is the seriousness of conditions under which an employee would take this measure that in the 45 cases of accidental labor debts in the last three sun cycles, we can proudly say that not one of them was accompanied by a distress signal. Not even a cry for help. Your applause is goodening. But Ansel must be subject to a particularly hairy situation here, people. As we await the fully decoded message, it is incumbent upon me to suggest that we prepare ourselves for the worst. The scene changes to that of a mining vessel in Rega system. We are inside SS Lovecraft. The only person on board is miner Christopher Ansel. His average day looks like this. Wake up. Stay in bed for quite a while after waking. Get up. Rub a paste on your body to clean it. Eat paste and then clean it mouth out with different paste. Log data. Go outside to hull of ship. Check external drill temperature. Sit on edge of ship, briefly looking out from comet into sheer darkness. Go back inside. Log data. Do a shit into vacuum piping. Apply appropriate paste. Eat a different paste. Lie in bed for quite a while before sleeping. We alight finally on Ansel lying on his sleep station, staring into space. Lol. Roland. Roland. Hi, Christopher. What can I do for you today? 
You turn the lights down. I'm trying to rest. You've been resting for a long time, Christopher. I don't feel rested. You know what I like to do when I'm feeling low on energy? Sing a song, sing a song, sing a randomly generated song. Stop it, Roland, please. I'm trying to rest. What's the matter? Don't you like my art? Not when I'm resting. Might I ask how your hemorrhoids are doing today? Just leave me alone, will you? I literally can't leave. Well, just go into sleep mode or something. Christopher, as of today, it has been exactly half a sun cycle since you began this extraction mission. Oh, is that all? As you know, you still have half a sun cycle to remain. I have detected a deterioration in your work rate, enthusiasm, appetite, sleep quality, and hemorrhoid relief. Just turn on the lights and shut up, please. All galactic extractions onboard systems contain special wellness modules, which can provide a number of helpful guidelines for physical and psychological well-being. Would you like me to load up the wellness module? No. Would you like me to load up the wellness module? No. I'm afraid I'm having trouble hearing you. I'll put the lights up to maximum brightness to help. No! Why do you cry, no? Guess. Did you say yes? No, not yes. Guess? I said guess. Guess? Yes. Guess why you were crying, no. Yes! You, You don't want me to load the wellness module? Yes! Is that a yes to indicate that my guess was correct, or a yes in answer to the question which formed the content of the guess and indicates reception of your refusal to give me permission to proceed? I hate you. What an odd and hurtful thing to say. Roland, I would really like some rest. Can you please just give me some rest? I'm sensing displeasantness. Why don't we clear the air with a nice relaxing loading up of the wellness module? Order, please! Please, order, please! Now! Now that you're aware of the situation, I can, if there is some order in here, I can now take questions. Yes, you, the floating tank of brains. Thank you. As a floating tank of brains, I know a thing or two about liquidation. (laughs) Science! My question is, does this distress signal have anything to do with the takeover rumors? Will our stocks be liquidated? On an unrelated note, I would like once again to express my support for an increased investment in brain preservation brine. That's a sound investment, says this floating tank of brains. I assure you! Any rumors of a takeover are unfounded and potentially also untrue. The only thing being taken over here should be our emotions. By ourselves. While we are concerned about the status of the company's financial products, we must bear in mind that one of our finest employees is out there. I have a question. Yes, you, the carnivorous space beast from Sector 3. This Hansel character. Ansel. Yeah, indeed. I don't think you've said anything yet about his bone density. Would you describe his body like childlike or more fully developed and lead like an adult? <laughs> I only ask for a friend of mine. He's, he's fully developed, of that we're sure, though I thank you for your concern. And I thank you for an answer so fine I could eat. 
your employee. <laughs> Mr. CFO, the distress signal seems to be some sort of long video transmission from the ship. We're having, we're having trouble decoding it. Video? Good Lord, what sort of mess is Ansel in? They're made of thick stuff, these miners. This is beginning to scare me. Well, get a move on, will you? I can't keep these stockholders at bay all night, you know. They're going to eat me alive, possibly literally. Back to Christopher on the SS Lovecraft. He is sitting up, trying to pay attention. Welcome to Galactic Extraction's wellness module. I'll be your wellness guide, Toland. It's normal for extraction engineers on long missions to go through periods of emotional disperfection. Galactic Extractions has amalgamated years of research to help conceive strategies for fighting loneliness and other psychological disharmonies. If you are feeling alone, lonely, discomforted, disconnected, isolated, friendless, solitary, depressed, suboptimal, or alone, consider trying out the following strategies. Together we can help you come to terms with being alone. Strategy 1. Eat eggs. Need a reminder of home? Our research specialists have shown that when protein intake dips, mood often follows. What's more, the taste of a food associated with one's home planet can momentarily spike serotonin levels. This evening, why not cook up a delicious serving of protein-rich eggs? Just like Grandma used to make! Simply descend into Nutrient Preservation Bay 14 and eject the metal case entitled Egg-Flavored Protein Jam. Smear some of the jam into your plastic ovoid molds and place in the radiation cooker for anywhere between 0.5 and 1 seconds. Depending on how you like them. All that's left is to grab a fork, dump the irradiated protein ovoids into a sanitation bath, and tuck in. Mm-mm. Leave some for me. <laughs> Do not insert food into machinery. Would you like me to load up more recipes? I'm not hungry. Okay, let's try something else. Strategy two, play a fun game. What better way to wind down after a long day's mining than with a game? Every Galactic Extractions mining ship is preloaded with a variety of fun games modules designed to totally relax the minds of our extraction professionals. Most popular is the centuries-old Earth game, Shapes. Shapes is a fun, easy game in which players attempt to transpose a randomized series of two-dimensional shapes into their four-dimensional equivalents using abstract hypergeometry. Once successfully converted, bonus points can be gained by correctly guessing the theoretical uses for those shapes in conceptual astrophysical engineering problems. Just try not to get too addicted, boys and girls. Remember, there's still work to do. <laughs> Do you want to load up a game of shapes? Next, please. Okay, I have one more strategy for you. Strategy three, self-counseling. Our research suggests that one of the prime reasons for suboptimal moods is the absence of conversational opportunities. Luckily, these can be fabricated. All galactic extractions mining vessels are equipped with a bank of probing preloaded questions which can aid our extraction professionals to self-counsel in times of emotional dis-ease. It's very easy. You needn't be a Freud to use it. <laughs> Would you like me to load the counseling module? Would you like me to load the counseling module? Okay. I'm sorry, my extremely powerful microphone did not hear your command. Please, repeat your command. 
Okay. I'm sorry, my extremely powerful... Okay, okay, just give me the fucking counselling module, please. Thank you for your command. Changing modules. Hi there, I'm Boland, a pre-programmed therapy interface to help you overcome your problems and return to being a functional galactic extractions employee. Before we begin, what is the nature of your mental disharmony so that I can load the correct bank of prepared questions? I guess, you know... Loneliness would be... I'm sorry, my extreme... I'm, I'm lonely, I'm very lonely. Cool. Loading up prepared questions now. Please wait a moment. Why do you feel lonely, Christopher? Be- because I'm alone, I suppose. Cool. One moment, please. <laughs> and how does that make you feel, Christopher? This is grim. Cool. I don't understand. I'll just load up more questions to help you get talking. No, no, I feel fine. Fine, I'm just a bit... I've just never had to use this module before. I'm not sure what I think about it, frankly. I find it indulgent, actually, self-counselling. I can only imagine what my father would say. What would your father say? (laughs) You don't want to know. Cool. Shutting down interface. No! No, I, I mean... What would my father say? Well, he was a miner, too. He got in on the ground floor at Bell Industries when they expanded out of the system. He was on Earth during the last cyber war, if you can believe that. I'm incapable of belief. No messing about back then. Nope. Life was simple. You just got up early and ate your paste and shot up a squadron of insects. And that was that. Would you like, if life was more simple, Christopher... Like in your poor example. Well, that's where the solitude is a good thing, I think. Gets you away from all sorts of complications. I'm no social butterfly Poland, and uh, that's fine by me. It's also fake that, you know, oh, hello. Oh, how are you? (laughs) Oh, (laughs) Oh, come on. I mean... That's why I'm suited to mining. Don't need to see people all the time, and I certainly don't usually find it hard to say goodbye. Goodbye. (laughs) Goodbye? Well, to a degree, I suppose. This time, though, it's more difficult, but but that could be down to any number of things, really. Mission training. Yeah, that's probably it. I didn't want to leave my mission training. I mean, who would? (laughs) The seminars, the HR briefings... (laughs) And I suppose Charlie, maybe, but... Well, we're not in the business to make friends. <laughs> it wasn't easy to say goodbye to him, though. So I didn't. Not that he'd notice. Who is Charlie? Was he an abusive uncle? <laughs> How does that make you feel? What? No, no, a friend. Well, a co-worker. My boss, in fact. The chief financial officer of the whole company, even. <laughs> Dignified title, I always thought. I think I dreamed about him last night. Did I sleep? I don't think... Hmm. 
He's really funny. Like, he's really handsome. It's this, this one time... Jesus, <laughs> I've never talked about this sort of thing with the... You... I guess you're not a person, you're a module. I can imagine a real person actually being quite helpful in this situation. Good. This is called projecting. I miss him. <laughs> I think that's fair to say, you know? Like, not miss, miss, but, you know, you can't do everything on your own. Even miners need people, just not all the time. Charlie is just a gym buddy, though. I, I, I don't even know why I brought him up. <laughs> but he's a really good gym buddy. You know? And gym buddies are important. We'd have the odd wrestle, for instance. <laughs> it's very pure wrestling. A good thing for co-workers to do. No need for chatting, just a couple of peers. Grappling. Clenching. Building up muscle. You know, sometimes go for a swim. They have this big old swimming pool at HQ for everyone to use. Huge thing. You could probably fit about... A thousand adult men just in the deep end, you know? <laughs> if there was no water, like, and, and just men. <laughs> Fascinating. And what is your relationship with your mother? I've started watching more pornography since this mission began. I'm afraid we have exceeded my range of relevant questions. I want them here. Well, that's the truth of it. Wrestling, swimming... Maybe even talking like we almost are. Yes, the talking is so good. <laughs> Do you feel better after almost talking with me, Christopher? I think I almost do, yes. I feel... Hmm, I feel less... I feel less de-stressed. <laughs> uh, now that I've almost talked a bit. De-stressed? Yes, de-stressed. Distressed, de-stressed. Noted. Do you wish to end your self-counseling session and to shut down the wellness module? Yes, please. I might almost talk to you again soon, though. Cool. Did you enjoy your session, Christopher? Yes, Roland, I almost did, actually. What do you mean, almost did? Surely you either did or did not. Yes, I, I did, I did, thank you. think I still wouldn't mind getting some rest, though. Okay. I'm glad you feel better. Oh, also, I sent a video of your conversation in the form of a distress signal to Mission Base. Good night. Uh, good night. What did you say? I sent a video of your conversation in the form of a distress signal to Mission Base. Good night. A distress signal? What? What? What the fuck? No, 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 cancel it, cancel it, delete the message! I cannot delete a message that I have already sent, silly Billy. What? What are you saying to me? Please, don't strain yourself, your hemorrhoids will be aggravated. Fuck, 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 why? Why did you send that? My system detected multiple instances of the word distress. What do you mean, your system? You were there! No, sir, that was Boland. I am Roland. What you say to Boland is none of my business. That would be a breach of confidentiality. <laughs> Nonetheless, as the overriding computer module, I am designed to record everything said on board the ship. My system reported three iterations of the word distress, a requisite prompt for me to send the ship's log as a distress signal to mission base. Don't worry any longer. I'm sure help will be here soon. I never said I was distressed. And that's a much bigger breach of confidentiality. No. No, 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 no. I said I was de-stressed. Like, de-stressed, not distressed. De-stressed? <laughs>
but that would make no sense. That is not a word. No, 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 no. Why don't we just play a game of shapes and kick back? Okay, 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 okay. There's hundreds of mining ships in the system alone. They must get the stress signals every other day. It will probably go into some module somewhere and we can try to get back to HQ quickly and tell them that it's a false alarm and not to open it and explain that there's... that it was... Do you still feel de-stressed? Will you turn the lights down, please, Roland? I need a rest. People, you can stop communicating with your accountants. We finally have hold of the video message from Ansel. Once again, I must urge discretion here. This could get ugly. Ansel is a, a courageous and solitary figure, and I shudder to think what distress he's in. Whatever we're about to see, I don't think it's going to be easy watching. All I'll say is, I'm glad I'm not up there with him. Okay. Please begin the footage. Why do you feel lonely, Christopher? What do you think of my story? Will the kids like it as much as their various screens of terror? It's no Yu-Gi-Oh, John, but I see you went to a lot of effort. Well, well, I can rest again now. With all passion spent, no creator of content, but smugly content. Sing Paradise Lost! At this point in proceedings, you might be thinking, the story keeper, what if you got your son a trip to something fun and educational like the science gallery or the natural history museum? And while I thank you for thinking that, my son is not destined to carry the burden of curiosity that I've borne these many years. I have different plans for him. No, Dante Storykeeper III, in spite of his gaunt features, his sickly frame and his unsettling walks about derelict cathedrals, will one day take his place among the galaxy's greatest athletes. And no amount of mother's boyfriends encouraging his tortured paintings or listening patiently to his whisperings about Kierkegaard will change that. As the old adage goes, Tony may appear to be younger than me, but he is actually almost the same age and has a teenage daughter from another marriage, which is a lot to take on. Thank you all for listening to the Collapsing Horse Science Fiction Radio Hour and Content by Owen Quinn. There's no point pretending you enjoyed it if you didn't. It's fine. It really is. Performed in the Project Art Centre in Dublin and was directed by Breffney Houlihan. Performed by Ema Casey, John Doran, Paul Reed, Sophie Joe Watson, Maeve O'Mahony and Cameron McCauley. With sound design and composition by Kevin Gleeson and Cameron McCauley. And with editing by Kevin Gleeson. Leave my room! Da, 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 da.